Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. I'm Tanya Hart, and my guest today is a seasoned comedy writer. He has now brought his homespun humor to Netflix in his very first TV special titled Fat Ballerina, talking about everything from making a living doing nothing to how making plans for a divorce ultimately saved his marriage. And right now, we can all use some funny. David, welcome to Hollywood Live Extra. (laughs) How you doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. All things considered, that we're all here on lockdown and and trying right. to make it work. Uh, but but for you, you're doing really good because Fat Ballerina came out just at the right time. Uh, it is now listed as one of the most popular trending selections streaming on Netflix. Congratulations! Thank you very much. It, it, you know what? It is the right time. Like I did, I would have. This is, everything happens at the right time because I was. It was supposed to come out like a little bit earlier, but like literally, it came out at the right time, and it has been well received. It has been fantastic. So, you know, it seems like uh, the timing has been great. So I'm excited about right. it. I'm excited for people to watch. Yeah, you should be. Well, first of all, people may not realize that before you decided to just take your own voice and put it out there for all of us to mm-hmm. hear like this, that you were the, a TV writer on a bunch of really successful shows like Fuller House. Uh, you worked with, uh, you worked on uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. And in fact, yeah. Kevin Hart is one of the producers of your Netflix sh- series, isn't he? Yes. Yes, Kevin is. Kevin is. Uh, Kevin, Kim Whitley, uh, Dave Becky from Three Arts Entertainment. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, we've been friends. Kevin and I have been friends for a long time, and I've been writing television for, I've been writing television for about 12 years uh, professionally, mm-hmm. and I've been doing stand-up 24. So I wrote, wow. I wrote a House of Pain and Meet the Browns for Tyler Perry. I wrote a show called Partners for Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence. Uh, just finished uh, doing a show for Nickelodeon. Uh, and then, like you said, Fuller House and Real Husbands of Hollywood. So many shows. Like, I've been making people laugh mm-hmm. for years, and they didn't know it. That's, that's the thing mm-hmm. about a writer, though. You know, as a writer, don't right. nobody care about the writer. Nobody cares who wrote the show. They just care about the people who say the words. So as a comedian, you got to a point where you like, I need my credit. I need people to know that all this right. laughing they doing is me. So, you know, you just start, you know, you, you just get an opportunity to put your stuff out there. And I'm just, I'm very happy because it's, it's working. Along with that in my social media, it's unbelievable how these two things have, have really come together and made this thing a huge success. Oh, isn't that? And I, you know what? I have seen you at the Laugh Factory, so I know how how funny you really are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That is one of my yeah. the Laugh Factory, the Comedy Store, the Improv, the Comedy Union. Those are the places in Los Angeles that I work out on a regular basis. And like, yeah. that's the that's the thing. Like, you know, I took that, I took the work, you know, the, the stand up, and I added that with my social media because about I guess about. Mm, 18 months ago, I had about 1,600 followers. And now I have almost 600, I have over 600,000. And, wow. and that has come from just me starting to post videos, rants, stuff with my wife and kids, which is also stuff I talk about in my standup. And it just went viral. And like my YouTube page has been translated into like five different languages all over the world. So it became really popular really quick and then when the special came out they gave me a launch pad to launch and let everybody know about it outside of the marketing right. that we did you know so it's been it, it all of the timing of everything the way everything is rolled out has been incredible 
I know. Well, like you said, there's time and a place for everything, and this certainly was a time. Because people do need to laugh right now. You know, how are you you and your family doing, by the way, with all of this? I mean, you've got kids, and that's hard, like being locked down. I know you're going to have some jokes after this, honey. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, truth of the matter is, today going to be the first day. To, today is supposed to be their spring break. So now they don't have school. At least in the morning, we had homework and schoolwork that we do from like 10 to 2. So, you know, you get up at 9, you cuss them out until they get to the table at 9.55. <laughs> and then you, you know, then because you can't tell them to do nothing without telling them nine, 948 times. <laughs> so, <true>. you know, <laughs> you about <sighs> then they get at the table, they do work for four hours. At least we had that. Now we have nothing. So, like... We're going to see the challenges to, you know, to, to keep us from not strangling each other. But I was going to say, we go on bike rides. And when I tell y'all walking and bike rides, I ride them to death. I take <laughs> them out. Like when we go for a walk, we go on a five mile walk. They're like, why so long? Okay. I'm like, why not? We ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> so when I get you back that home, you're going to be good and tired. Now, me and my there wife, we go, go bike rides and all that. Right. Well, let me give you a couple of let's what we call rapid fire questions uh, yeah. around the, the around the I, I, I love it. You know, it was coronavirus. Then it was COVID-19. And now with the black folks, it's just called Rona. So the Rona so, and the row row. They call it the row row, too. You ain't heard the row row? The, yep, you're right. The row row and the Rona. So now we got the row row and the Rona. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're in, a, we're in a whole new area. Here we go. So how many rolls of toilet paper do you currently have on hand? I would tell you, but I don't want people lining up outside my house. So don't you worry about that. <laughs> Okay. Do you wear a mask when you go out and stay six feet from people these days? Absolutely. I've been doing that before the Rona because I don't trust nobody. Some of these people don't wash their ass. So 100%. That is so true. Who knew that people were this nasty before this? Nasty okay? people. Nasty. I wiped down my shopping cart. I was, we was in the grocery store the other day. We was at Whole Foods, right? You know, so you know when you go in there, you about to drop 6300 on some milk. And oh, some yeah, bread. at least. So I was there, I was there, and somebody one he didn't have no mask on, which they got a problem with. Two, mm-hmm. he just coughed. You should have oh, seen no. everybody in that area scatter. Like as it's like well turning they should on a have. light on roaches. They just ran. It was I've never okay. seen nothing like. I was so hot that he. I was like, do you not have a TV? And I said something to him. I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> are you? Yeah. He looked at me like shocked. I said, yes, you. We don't be here. Look at everybody. Look at all of us. <laughs> and he just kind of turned and walked away. But I was like, yes, I wear masks. We wear masks everywhere we go. Yes. Good. Good. That's that's very important. So I was going to ask thing. you. I got the, one more thing to yeah. say. Go, oh, I was going to say, go ahead. I had to do a rewrite. <laughs> I, I, see, here I go. I had to do a rewrite on a script that I'm doing. Me and my boy met in the parking lot of the Whole Foods, sat on, sat on the far end, you know, where no cars come, where they never mm-hmm. park at and stuff, right? We sat two car lengths away from each other in chairs that we brought from our house, sat outside our cars, and rewrote this script for five hours, sitting 10 feet across from each other with masks, yelling jokes back and forth. <laughs> That's where we at. And it was the best time of my life. You hear me? Just getting was- out the house. We had a ball. Okay, I was about to ask you what was the funniest encounter you've had this year so far, but that that one might be it. And the other thing about it is, it's like, 
the whole process of being creative. I mean, an artist is always yes. going to be an artist, and I have seen some people just just rise to the occasion here. Apparently, that was yes. one of those moments. Yes, we 100% did. You know, last night, Cedric hosted the uh, Def Jam Live for they were trying to raise money Russell Simmons and them did that and a whole bunch of us got on and, and I put a video up uh, one of my Instagram videos they put up and they shared and comedians got on and, and went live and told jokes and people if you don't know my Instagram is the David A. Arnold when you do when you look me up my name is David A. Arnold a lot of people say David Arnold if you look up David Arnold you're going to find the white guy that does the soundtrack for uh, James Bond movies you have to say David <laughs> A. Arnold and you will find me on Instagram okay. or on um on Facebook, so just okay. so people know who are listening. If you look at me and go, well, let me see who this who she talking about. I don't want you to look up and see the old white dude and be like, this don't sound like him. So right. that is, <laughs> yeah, we are definitely in a creative space. For me, I have because like I told you, I was always. I recently, in the last year and a half or so, leaning into my social media as a way to build a following and awareness to my name and my brand. I've already mm -hmm. been doing that, so this has just played very much into a perfect time for those who are creative at home and who can do this. So yeah, right. I agree. The, the the creativity is like we shoot stuff all the time. I'm, I'm sponsored by Jack in the Box as well. So we do a lot of stuff and we shoot videos and do stuff for them. And so like, I'm, it, it's an outlet. I definitely need an outlet and this allows me to do one. Well, you know, it's interesting because many comedians um, have always, and I, I won't say always, but but many people have, you know, they admitted they really had their own kind of mental health issues. I guess we can just call it that now, you know? Yeah, they are crazy. Uh, we could, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to quite <laughs> say it like that. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, but these days, though, honestly, comedians... Yeah. It seemed to be a little bit healthier mentally, but you still know how to make people laugh. Do you think that there is a difference from back in the day? I mean, you know, we look at Richard Pryor and all these people. They were so brilliant. But, you know, Richard was crazy. He'd tell you that. Right. I think this is what it is. I think the answer is yes. But I, I think it's because we as a society have become aware of stuff. It's okay to talk about mental health and all of that stuff. And drinking as a problem and drugs and and womanizing, like all of all of those things still exist, but I believe that they don't exist without an awareness that has been brought to them in society today. Now, the other side of that is a lot of people are very sensitive and politically correct and they're trying mm -hmm. to castrate some of the things that we talk about and how we go about it. And they're very sensitive, you know, like even my, my joke, Fat Ballerina, when I put that joke up, uh, that I put up, that's on my special, people, mm -hmm. some people are very upset about that. Like, which for me, I'm, I've always been the person that if I feel it aggravates you or it makes you feel some kind of way, I'm going to lean into it to make you mm -hmm. feel even more uncomfortable. Like comedians, that's our, we, nothing makes comedians more happy than seeing civilians uncomfortable. <laughs> we love that's, it because we what know. What did I just say? What did I just say about y'all? For joke, huh? <laughs> right? What did I just say about you all? Look right, great. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, <laughs> we, but, 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 but here's the thing. If we were not, and we weren't wired the way we were wired, extract all the comedy from this society. Extract
distract everybody who thinks outside the box and who takes what is tragedy sometimes, who takes what mm-hmm. is probably politically incorrect and all of the things that, oh, you shouldn't say that. Let's not say those things. And let's take that out of society. Then what you got left? You ain't got shit left but to go to work, take your ass to your job, sit in your cubicle, sit there and come home and be a part of whatever little life you done pretended like you wanted to have at night when you at home. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is what we do. So when we hear people, like, I don't know if you saw the Mark Twain award with Dave Chappelle the other day. You know, oh, Mark, no, Mark I Dave, Dave Chappelle said it on his, his thing. He said, don't you let these people keep your mouth shut. You say that shit because you you have to. My stand-up yeah. and the stuff that I do comes from a real place. I don't tell jokes. I regurgitate my life through a comedic filter. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. better you get at doing stand-up, the better you get at taking things that people may see as a problem, difficult. This, oh, I don't like when he says that. You don't like it because it makes you feel uncomfortable. But it's true, and it's funny the way I do it. So, therefore, you just, you know, you, we, we're going to do what we do. So, I think that... While we are wired differently, while we are, my wife says it to me all the time. My wife goes, what's wrong with your mind? (laughs) She says it every day. And I said, my mind being like this is while we're eating and while you have a choice to go outside and get in that pool at two o'clock in the afternoon and just (laughs) chill because of my mind. This is why. Okay. So. Okay. (laughs) What can we say about that? Yeah. I, I know she probably takes it too, um, and, and, and not in a bad way. So, speaking of that, and, and looking at this time that we, this unprecedented era that we have entered here, that we have no idea yeah. how we're going to be when we come out the other side. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of jokes about this, as well as probably a lot of babies born in December. But that's absolutely, it is going to be a whole lot of row row. Yeah, a lot, lot of Roros and a lot of jokes. So if you were going to create a joke to just kind of take us out here about what's going on now, because there's got to be something funny about this. And, I, and I'm not being disrespectful to all the people who've lost loved ones and lost their lives because this is horrible. No, and there have been a lot it of people. Is terrible. It, it, listen, you, there's a lot of things that take people out. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that take people out of this society that people get sick from and all of the things. So anything that we do is not from a place of being disrespectful. It's from a place of trying to find some kind of laughter inside of the things that we have to deal with. So right. when I'm sitting here and I'm going through my, you know, my whole list of, oh, my God, I can't believe. I, I think about all of the things that this whole, this, when you have time to sit around, this is, you know, you have time to think about stuff when mm-hmm. you... You know, when you lock down. One of the things that I thought about is, why am I still getting bills? Why are these bills coming <laughs> here? I thought everybody was supposed to be at home. Who's at direct TV folding up bills, sending them to my house? That ain't okay. no essential job for your ass to be somewhere folding up a direct TV bill and mailing it oh. over here. First of all, I'm not going to open it because it looks like to me that you might have it. So what I right. think people at Direct TV need to do is go to their office, turn on everybody's channels, all the channels, light up all the channels, and take your ass home and wait for us to call you and let you know when it's over. That's the right. first thing I think about. <laughs> Secondly, being on lockdown, you only locked up with the people you see all day. So you see these, my wife, my two daughters, love them, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sick of looking at them. So therefore, I FaceTime everybody now. 
because I need to see some people. I FaceTimed my gardener three days ago. And he was like, David, is there a problem? I said, ain't no problem. I just need to see you. I need to see what you're doing. This is where I am. Telemarketers don't call no more. Why they not calling? Call me when I ain't got nothing to do. You call every other time when I'm busy. I'm sitting here. I ain't got shit to do. Been sitting here for weeks. And I ain't heard from you. So I scrolled back in my timeline. Find all my little call logs. And I started calling them. Because now is the time for you to sell me this aluminum side and all this other stuff you was trying to push on me six months ago. I'm ready to hear okay. your pitch now because I ain't got nothing but time. Else to do. There you go. <laughs> Very good, David. And all of those are so true, especially the direct TV people that I've been trying to figure out. Why are they charging all this money for this anyway? Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They try to, I am. You're not essential. <laughs> Oh, I am so with you on that. Everybody, of course, this is none other than David A. Arnold. Uh, your special on <laughs> streaming on Netflix right now, Fat Ballerina. Uh, by the way, it was filmed at the Cleveland Improv. And uh, it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're from Cleveland? I should have known. Born that. and raised. Born you and raised like in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. My stepfather started a group in the 50s that was popular in the 70s called the OJs. So oh, that is kidding. our whole. Yes, that is my oh. whole. That is my whole. I'm I'm born and raised out of Cleveland. So one hundred percent. Well, you know, Gerald and Sean Levert were some of my very best friends back in the day. Yep, that was my so, cousins. That those yeah. are my those are my. I just got off the phone with my uncle Eddie two days ago. Oh, so. oh, Eddie's doing good because Eddie's been on the show several times with us too. Yes, Eddie is Love doing really him. well. You know, he lives in Las Vegas, so and he yeah. and I are trying to work on some stuff. When Eddie started calling me, that's when I knew I was on my way because I was. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I grew up around watching him as a kid, you know, dance from the side. Because my mother was their road manager for, for Law Herb. She was the road manager for the OJs and Teddy Pendergrass when they were at wow. their height. So wow. I spent, some of my summers were spent just going on the road with the OJs. So me and Gerald and Sean would be backstage playing while they were out on stage, you know, uh, uh, working mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. it, was, it, it was it's great to you know that's when I got that love for performing I knew I couldn't sing but I because right. every time I did my stepfather would turn the radio up when I was in the car he would turn it up <laughs> on me so to drown out my voice I knew I, was, I knew I wasn't no singer but I knew I wanted to perform and get that thunder that I saw them get when they was performing oh but, um, and those those brothers that, get they still came. get that thunder yeah they get they oh, still surprised. get that thunder they still get that thunder, honey. Tell they Eddie, do. please, when you see him, you give him a hug from Tanya Hart. He will definitely know who I am. And from back We're in the day, today, and I'll tell him. And please do. Please do. Tell I him you got to come back him. on the show. Okay, sounds good. Well, David, thank you so much. Congratulations on everything. Uh, keep thank us you. laughing, honey, because we don't know how much longer we're going to have to be on lockdown, and, and you might help prevent we gonna some of this. We're going to be here for uh, a minute. We're going to be you good. Gonna, people really about to find out who they are. They're going to find out yes, who they, they are. are versus who they say they want to be. I told yeah. everybody if I come out of this if I come out of this quarantine fat as I was when I went in it, then I know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't nobody but me because everybody goes, I ain't got time for the gym. You ain't got nothing but time now. So we're going to see now. who it is.
But yeah, but now the gyms are all closed, so there's that yeah, excuse. Right, that's, still why, that's why that Sean T and all the other little workout videos at home, you get in that living room and get at it. I'm about to go Don't in my gym. Don't you love Sean T? I know. Don't you love Sean T? Oh my gosh. I love it. He, he texted me. Now he texts me. Uh, he texts me workouts now because we, we met each other on social media and he became a follower. We just became friends. So we started oh, texting wow. all the time. He went, I got I got one for you that ain't nobody seen do this. And I text him back, like, don't be sending me these unauthorized <laughs> workouts that ain't been tried out on America yet, Sean. <laughs> so he'd be trying to kill me, but yeah, oh, Sean is my boy. I love him. I love him. I do too. Well, thank you so much. We'll have to have you back again. I know you'll have another comedy special coming up real soon. Uh, yes, Everybody, fat ballerina. Oh, is it already coming soon? We like already now? got a deal. I already got a okay. deal for another one. Oh, thank goodness. There you go. Yeah. All right, David. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, for everybody else out there, don't forget to, to get the AURN app. And don't forget to subscribe to SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Because you want to hear all of these Hollywood Live extras. You know you don't want to miss any of them. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review. I'm Tanya Hart. This is Hollywood Live Extra. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.